the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial money investing and more. I want to tell you a quick story about me. I was fantastic at soccer. Growing up, one of the best. That led to opportunities for college. But in college, I quickly learned I'm probably not going to be playing soccer professionally for very long. I had a friend that went to Europe because that's where you had to go. He played one game. A coach hated him because he was American and came back and got a job. So I kind of knew that was coming up for me. You, you get in sports, you're like really good on a town level and then you're really good on a county level and then you're really good on a high school county level and then you're really good on a state level and then you're really good on a college level. And then you start getting into there's fewer and fewer people around you and it starts to weed itself out. Right. So in college to not steal money or not borrow money from my parents, I would have some odd jobs around my soccer and my my schooling. And one of those odd jobs led me to listening to a lot of radio, of getting a lot of CDs on how to invest, a lot of CDs on how to succeed. I I had no shame. If someone had a a set of CDs on like the Civil War, I'd be like, can I borrow your CDs? Because I'm doing a lot of driving and uh, I sure would like to educate myself while I'm driving. So one of the things you ran into, I think we all ran into this somewhere in our life is someone on radio or television talking about how they got rich and how they have things like the business buy Bible. And you're like, well, that's cute. That's kind of a fun play. It's a lot of bees going on, a lot of alliteration, and it's the brilliant deductions, the blueprints for success book, the Y2K gold rush, how you should benefit. We've all run into this, no? So I ran into it, I think, for the first time right around college. Maybe before college, I saw the two very, very short people, height challenged, vertically challenged people who owned real estate in Hawaii and had beautiful models around them, even though media kind of portrays really short people as never having beautiful models around them unless they have money. I kind of knew that one had to be fake. Let's say my BS detector went off on that one pretty fast. But there was one commercial. Do you remember this one? A guy named Wade Cook. And he talked about being a cabbie, a taxi driver in the 1970s. And he had something called The Real Estate Money Machine, his first book, 1981. Talked about filing for bankruptcy and um, how cab drivers, you didn't make money by taking one person across the state. You made money by taking 10 people one block instead of one person 10 blocks. And he tried to like translate that into investing in real estate. And it was pretty vile what he was doing because when real estate kind of dried up, because real estate was a thing in the 80s, well, stocks came along in the 90s. And oddly enough, here's Wade Cook 
pitching ideas on how to make uh, stock options and how you make money investing in stocks. He was – I find Anthony Robbins creepy. Before there was sexual harassment claims, before there was – he was singling out women in the crowds. Before any of that hit Anthony Robbins, I always found him creepy. I don't like gurus. For the people who can't afford a guru, let me tell you, they're not that great. Who's going to save your soul if you can't afford one? You. So Wade Cook talks these like ridiculous concepts, and he would buy infomercials on radio stations. And they were like full-on 28-minute, 30-minute kind of thing, productions. And I remember them very clearly. And I remember like, I want to make millions of dollars. I want to be like a cab driver. I, I don't really want to learn enough math and science to be a scientist, computer engineer guy. Too much trigonometry. No, I'll be a cab driver who, who makes money. <laughs> and, I'll, you know, do it on the weekends. And then, like, there's all that make your money work for you. Bear market baloney. Wealth 101. Red light, green light. These are all titles of books by this guy. So he was teaching systems and they were, you know, multi-level like, you know, oh, I'll teach. Oh, you can get the book for free, but to get the computer class, that's an extra $400. And to get the daily updates, it's $4,000. Well, the information's not really that good unless it's daily. So it took some years. It took some years and it took some state attorney generals and the FTC uh, looking into him, looking into his claims, looking into ripoff reports. Oh, and they exist. Um, I bring this up because I think at some point in time, we all run across a Wade Cook. He was sentenced to 50. He was sentenced to 88 months in prison. His wife was sentenced to 18 months in prison. And the judge had to say things like, Mr. Cook is in many ways an upstanding citizen, but there is another dark side to Mr. Cook. Um, so the judge had to look at her and go, I see that you participate in your husband's fraud and you lied under oath. I bring it up because we all are going to run across people that we think are smarter than us at one point in time. And it's really important that you, hey, if you want to work with me, that's great. But if you want to walk away learning a thing or two, I think that's even better. Um... But I'm not promising you to get rich. I'm promising you if you put money in the market, you keep it in there a long time, you keep putting it in when it's good and when it's bad, that saving component will be exposed to assets that get better returns than cash over time. And the money that you're moving from cash into a saving component called investments or assets will blossom into something pretty nice. I ain't promising you a million dollars. I'm not promising you 10 million. I don't know what you're working with. You give me 166 bucks a month for 12 months, $2,000 a year times, you know, five years is 10,000. Let's, let's jump it to 10. And now we're talking that money will start working for you. But I bring it up because in college I was susceptible to, I had never heard about Amway. And Amway, well, I had heard about it, and I, I didn't want to sell. I don't want to sell uh, makeup, but there was things like Amway where you could start selling long distance minutes. 
I know you're saying long distance minutes. Yes, it's a weird thing. AT&T and Verizon and all the baby bells had to they had to open up their their equipment to resellers. And the resellers would come in and be like, Rob Black's telephone service. Um, we're better than AT&T. Even though we were using AT&T's line, we were like, we're better than AT&T. You can get a thousand minutes, bulk minutes, use them however you want. And it was a little business model, but uh, we're all susceptible at some point in time. One of my friends in the CFP world, when I first met him, he was all about private REITs. And private REITs are the worst thing in the world. They're horrible, awful products, and I knew that. But he didn't know that yet. Um, he was buying the BS that they were selling. He was uh, consuming the company line, so to speak. We're all going to run into to frauds. And the best thing I can tell you is the people that make it sound too easy. The people that have books that with funny titles are the ones you probably want to avoid. And I'll just throw out a couple like, like the real estate money machine, stock market miracles, bear market baloney, how to pick up foreclosures. Remember that little theme? Real estate for real people. Safety first investing is my favorite maybe. Find me online at newvocusfinancial.com or Rob Black Show. Catch Rob Black and Rob Black and your money live on the Bay Area Airwaves. Weekday mornings from 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW and streaming live on the KDOW radio app or KDOW.biz. Thank you for listening to the show. I do appreciate it. I'm Rob Black. It's been a very interesting year to say the least. COVID still continues to be in our headlines, probably a little bit more so than any of us really, really want. But that's okay. We are getting into earnings season, part two of 2020. January, February, March gets reported in April. April, May, June gets reported in July. And we're going to be in the very important um, July, August, September because that's when we're supposed to be going back to school. And it's one of those, uh, I, I, I don't like knocking Valentine's Day. Okay, I hate Valentine's. It's one of those made-up holidays where our kids have to get more spending thrown at their way. Valentine's, our loved ones have to get more spending thrown their way. Christmas time, holidays, our kids have to get more spending thrown their way. Otherwise, I'll have a bad childhood. So back to school is going to be an important one. Um, how comfortable are you at spending? Well, first and foremost, my kid's not going back to school. Therefore, you don't get any new shoes. There will be a little bit of that. There'll be a little bit of softness automatically in the numbers. With that said, are we not spending our paychecks? We are. I would say that, um, I saw a home and this is so ridiculous. It was once a really cute home and they tore it down and they put a big old, box house on top of it. I call it a Home Depot house. Nothing special. Everything you can get at the store. Nothing craftsman. Um, it's across from a park, which is pretty awesome, but 4,000 square feet, $4 million. So that just happened this weekend, and I, I was talking to the, I wasn't talking to the agent. I was reading what the agent had to say. And the agent went out of her way to say, hey, this is this house has got a big old backyard and we had 17 offers on it, two all cash offers. 
20% over asking. She said, it has a big backyard. And I'm like, it's $4 million. Do you know what the property tax on that is a year? Let's just guess $52,000. Okay, now I do $52,000. Let's play with 12, divided by 12. Is that $4,800 a month? That's most of America's mortgage payment for four months. Maybe three, maybe two in some cases. But the property taxes, it's like Pac-Man. Eats up everything you got. So the real estate agent said, big backyard. Big backyard's going to be big entertainment in the future as families don't necessarily want to go back out. That's a poll question. Let's bring up a poll question, shall we? Are you more likely to fly now or later? The poll question is, is when are you going to really open up the wallet? Will it be back to school? Will it be the holidays? Will it be your next big vacation? When we feel comfortable that you don't see a story where Florida's asking their governor, you need to shut down. He goes, nope, I don't need to shut down. <laughs> Crazy amount of infections. Crazy amount of problems with hospitals. And it's still an area of America where people are saying, well, it's hot there. Let's go there for a summer vacation. It's a hot spot. People are dying. I saw something worrisome. Something like 10 kids in one school got, uh, or 10 kids in one summer camp all got infected. Not only, you know, you can get into the whole kids are going to live, kids are going to bounce back. But you don't like hearing that because what we don't know is, is this a brain eating disease that in 10 years the kid will fall over dead? We know that it's tacked a lot more than just the lungs. Anyhow, I'm not a doctor, but I play one on radio. I hate people who do that. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. I'll tell you one interesting area of financial planning and financial expertise and financial thoughts and financial stress. Paying for college. A lot of parents are going to be saying, what the heck? Let me give you two examples. A parent I know, he has two kids. One kid goes to the University of Colorado. is going to be like a rocket science, crazy engineer person. Very cool. Because you see drones and you're like, people have to figure out how to fly aeronautical stuff, right? He's in his fourth year. And after his first two years, he moved out of the dorms and got his own place. So his butt is going back this week because he's going to have online classes. And his dad's like, well, you have a place. You might as well go stay there so you can learn to be a man and cook yourself and things like that. I love that. Uh, The dad's questioning the daughter's college experience because she's in a dorm. He's like, it's her first. It's going to be her second year. Um, So all she got was half a year of dorm life. And then she was sent home for COVID. He doesn't know what to do with her. He's paying for a dorm experience <laughs> that she's not going to get. Ugh. And he doesn't want to sit, go down. Well, I'm paying for the dorm. Why don't I get your apartment down there and you can go be a woman and learn how to be cook your, for yourself and do your own dishes and do your own laundry, right? He's in more of a dilemma with her because of the cost. The apartment's already been paid for for the son. He's already paid for a dorm room for the daughter. 
he would prefer that everything be normal. But you see, the we're questioning it. I think that's a good thing. Uh, look at things that cost a lot of money in our life. Homes. Cars. Spouses that we support. Spouses that we don't support. Um, in divorce, for sure, they're expensive. But then you get into like college costs. It's, it's up there on the things that are expensive, right? Speaking of expensive, Goldman Sachs said Amazon.com should be worth $3,800. It marches higher, ladies and gentlemen. It marches higher. Analysts are befuddled. They don't know what to do when a stock is up 50% in a year. So they raise their price target. Credit Suisse has put a street high of $305 on Facebook. I own both Facebook. Um, I don't own Amazon. I'll write directly, but I certainly do in S&P 500 and other ETFs. But you can see how the price targets are marching higher. I didn't just tell you anything interesting about Facebook or Amazon. I just said the analyst, one analyst is now the highest on the street at 3,800. Another is on the highest on Facebook at 305. His prior target on Facebook was 258. That feels a little stupid to me. It feels like you've kind of missed that whole thing there. But he didn't know. He didn't know the market was going to go crazy and lavish praise on the company. 800-516-1220 each calls on the air. Walt Disney has slashed its ad spending on Facebook. Story or not story? I don't know because they're not really wanting people to come out massively at their resorts. Uh, they don't want to be overwhelmed. So why they don't have to spend. People know about them if you know what I'm saying. So the FTC is considered looking into Mark Zuckerberg and Cheryl Sanders for antitrust issues. So Facebook has a price target being lifted today on it. But they also have Disney slashing ad spending and the FTC looking into them as a monopoly. Odd pieces of competing information, no? I'm Rob Black talking all things financial. Want the podcast with music? Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black Show. Listen to Rob Black and Your Money weekday mornings, 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. Aaron Rodgers and Danica Patrick have broken up. All things must end. Even the Beatles. It's interesting to think about, but uh, one of the things I studied in college that I think was kind of fun was small group dynamics. All things must end was what the teacher basically said on the first day. And then you'd study group dynamics. Your business partner doesn't have to be your business partner for life. Your spouse doesn't have to be your spouse for life. Ideally, both would be, right? I think even your children don't have to be your children for life. I've seen a lot of bad breakups between parents and kids. Um, it could be expensive breakups. Just know that. It's, I'm throwing that out there. It's a thing that we spend money on that we don't necessarily think we spend money on. Here's one that makes me always uncomfortable. There's two that make me really uncomfortable, and we'll talk about both of them right now. My boyfriend is buying a house and doesn't wish me to have equity. I'm moving in with him and selling my home. What should I do with the proceeds? Or my boyfriend is buying a house and doesn't want me on title, but wants me to pay half his roommate. Uh, I'm telling you, it, as a younger man, I, I wouldn't have believed the words coming out of my mouth. 
Get a contract, people. Put stuff in writing. I've been talking to a couple people whose um, fathers or parental units have passed. Um, one of my spouse's good friends, her her best friend's father passed. And there's two children who are heirs, essentially. The mother is still alive. And the kids are starting to wrangle over, well, dad wanted me to have this. Well, dad wanted you to sell the house. Well, dad didn't want me to sell the house while mom's still in it. Well, I want half the proceeds. What do you need it for? Well, I need it more than you because you have a big job. I see that kind of conversation happen way too often. Where you think relationships with money change quite dramatically, uh, quite emphatically when other people get involved. So consider a contract. For instance, if that was my daughter and she were to say, my boyfriend wants me to move in with him, but some my college house that you bought my daddy. I don't have a daughter, but if I did, I'd say something along the lines of, if you're going to pay half his rent, then he's going to give you half the equity or you guys need to figure this one out on your own, but you need to put it in writing so that you don't come to me or you don't get lawyers later in life. So that's one scenario where the boyfriend makes the girlfriend move and he's making the financial decisions that I feel really uncomfortable with. That probably means I'm sexist because I'm not saying, oh, the girlfriend's making the, uh, the boyfriend move in with her and she's calling all the shots. Like, uh, I, I tend to see guys be more jerks to women than women be more jerks to men, but maybe I don't see enough anymore, right? Another scenario that I hate is the rich man and the young broke woman the relationship. I see that a lot in the Bay Area. A lot. Um, it's just a, I have power kind of relationship. And it bugs me a little bit because money shouldn't be power to me. Money's and to me, the best thing that money represents is the grandfather. Like I've said a million times on this show, who's got two full size snicker bars in a hand and he tells the grandkid pick a hand or he's got two $10 bills and he says, pick a hand. He's not giving away a dollar. He ain't no cheap grandfather. He's going to put stars in that girl's eye today. Um, that's my idea of money, or that's one of my ideas of money. Another idea with money that I have is something along the lines of when I turn 75 and I'm dying of cancer in my cancer bed and I got the, I got the black lung, <clears throat> I want to be able to pay a doctor whatever he asks, asks for to save my life and keep me alive. I want to be able to pay a pharmaceutical company whatever they ask for to give me a pill. So to me, money gives me like that healthcare angle or something like that. Comfort with aging. 800-516-1220. Teach calls in the air. One of the areas that we need to focus in. And then I'd ask you, like, what does money mean to you? Does it make you a great grandfather or does it make you have the latest gadgets? Gadgets will fade. Gadgets will fade. And you'll go, man, why was I always buying the first generation of this stuff? Um, I think we're just gluttons for punishment when it comes to spending our money. Federal unemployment benefits that added an extra $600 to Americans' um, unemployment claims are set to expire by the end of this month. If they do expire, and again, I'm 
I'm not political when I say this. It's kind of a math equation. If they expire, some people won't have said money to spend in recovering economy. I know you're saying, well, go get a job. A lot of the people who are getting that $600, their job doesn't exist anymore. And it'd be pretty insensitive of me to say, go get a job. Take a little bit of time. When I leave this job, and it may be sooner than later, I wouldn't mind taking a year off. And then at that point in time, if I want to go pet billy goats, I can pet billy goats. And after that, if I want to work in Home Depot and say, welcome to Home Depot. Oh, you need to know where the electric screwdriver is? Well, why don't you use a regular screwdriver? Get out of my store. Um, Because I'm going to be a cranky old man, I think. But a lot of these benefits are set to expire now. And um, the people that need them, it's going to hurt the most. And the part of our economy that we're like, hey, our economy is doing great. That may dry up. And you won't have put two and two together. That extra money kind of goosed our economy in the sense that it gave some people who, on the lower spectrum of income, a disproportionate amount than they've usually had. And they spent it. And June numbers look good on the economy. So when this benefit expires, it brings up the question mark. What's it going to look like down the road? Um, I, ideally, this is like where I'm going with this. Ideally, our economy would be supporting itself. I, I'm not getting political here. There was one year, I believe, where our budget in the United States was balanced. We didn't spend more than we made in taxes. It was tied towards the Clinton era, and it was tied towards the internet. Uh, a lot of companies coming public and selling, pub, coming like, and there was a lot of capital gains. So there was a lot of that kind of stuff going on. Um, 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything that you want to talk about, we can talk about money investing and more. So we're talking a little bit of earnings season right now. And as we get into the next earnings season, will consumers still have that extra $600 in their pocket? Is that a lot of money? Is it not a lot of money? It is. Will we get that first human trial of uh, COVID-19 showing promising results? We've, we've already had it. We're starting to prick people in their arms and say, ah, cough for me. Bend over and cough. <coughs> There's some things that make me cough, and that's one of them talking about coughing um another thing like this we are so divided there's two surfers out of southern california who go to town hall meetings and they're hilarious and they'll say we we really like the bodacious manhattan beach like uh, dear superintendent as we as visitors to your friendly city we think your water treatment plant should be called the Britney Spears water treatment plant because she is a great American hero. Uh, so they basically give superintendents and board of directors kind of a hard time on like some things that they want the city to continue doing, things like bike lanes. They recorded themselves doing a video in Huntington Beach. So you can go Google YouTube, uh, Huntington Beach Two Surfers. Uh, handing out free masks. So these two surfer guys, they're videotaping themselves and they're trying to hand out free masks in a box that says free masks. 
And as people are walking around the boardwalk, they're like, hey, we see you don't have a mask. Would you like a free mask? Our, our country is a little bit tense right now because they almost get into a fist fight with people. Like, it's my country. I've got the right not to wear a mask. And people are like almost punching each other over a free mask. It's pretty – it tells you where we are right now. We're pretty tense. So I'm a little bit nervous about $600 unemployment benefits. I'm a little bit nervous that Walmart says anyone who comes into our stores now has to have a mask on. I'm a little bit anxious um, that the Trump campaign's basically drawn the line in the sand saying, okay, we're not going to support this mask thing in any way, shape, or form, and that's going to be our ad campaign. I'm a little bit nervous. Like, if I see someone not wearing a mask correctly, I'm not going to tell them. I'm going to keep my mouth shut because I'm afraid of getting shot at this point in time. People are getting tense out there. And that's oddly enough one of the uh, – as a big picture thinker for you, I think that's going to be something that lingers for a while. I think our relationship with masks might last longer than you think. And I'm telling you, it, masks is a new sexy. I feel cool in them. Maybe because I don't have a great smile. <laughs> People with bad smiles are having the time of their lives right now. Um, 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. The wealthy are just as worried about post-coronavirus futures as everyone else. I'm worried about the $600 tax extension credit uh, unemployment benefits. What's going to happen in the end of July as we go into August with the next round of stimulus? Then in about four or five days, we're going to be 100 days away from the election. This isn't going to be smooth sailing in my opinion. But the vaccine talks seem to be what's moving the market right now. I like that. It seems to make sense. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Don't forget, there's another hour of today's show to listen to. Find it now at kdow.biz or on the KDOW radio app. I've been doing this for well over 20 years, and I assure you there's been people who've been listening to me on and off for over 20 years. I get their emails. And it's the coolest thing about my gig is that I get to touch human beings. The best part about it for me is that I've always been kind of a lone wolf who wanted to work with people and who wanted to help people, but I didn't really want to hang out with people. I'm just not that social. If I go to a party, I stay for an hour most. So I just want to stop and say thanks. Um, It's not lost on me that I've had a very good life and financial media has worked out for me. Um, enormously. So not going to be doing this forever, but I just, again, super stoked. Thanks for listening. So 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything that you want to talk about, we can talk about money investing and more. I think the number one thing is try not to get too frustrated. Uh, Try not to get too caught up in market performance. Try not to get too into your own head that you have to do everything perfect. That's where I make mistakes. Um, I bet you do too. Is when you start changing the rules just a bit. And that goes with everything. When you take more chances, greater risk, greater reward, right? But there's that greater risk. It kills me when I see people lose money in the stock market. Because I've been doing this for over 20 years and I've, I've, I've gotten pretty good about not losing money. Of playing the game. When I was earlier and younger, man, I gave some stock picks. Network solutions. That goes from four to two hundred and fifty. 
I would ride Yahoo for a month. I'd get off that train and put it on another train like pets.com. <clears throat> but with greater reward came greater, greater risk. And as I got older and as you got older, I'm like, okay, we don't have to do this every day. We don't have to be crazy. <clears throat> so I don't know. Stocks are mostly lower today as investors eye vaccine study updates. There's some good updates. AstraZeneca. COVID-19 vaccine shows promise they've started pricking people. And like Novavax had a big week last week. Moderna, Johnson & Johnson. Any given day, you can spin the wheel and, and find a company talking about vaccine antibodies. Now, they, yeah, yeah, yeah. By the end of the day, we're like, yes, but we saw a study out of Jerusalem where eight people had COVID and then all their antibodies went away. All eight of them. Yes, 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 yes. Um. This is science. This is not art. This is you don't get close. You get it right. Math is very, very hard. If you stow away on a this is what I learned when I was 10 years old. If you stow away on like a, a plane or if you stow away on a, a rocket ship to go to the moon, you're going to die. So don't do it. Um, with that said, the next analogy brought to you by Delta. We fly you anywhere. Just don't be a child sneaking into the hold. 800-516-1220 to each calls on the air. Walmart's getting a lot of news right now. Um, they're getting more healthcare centers set up. The amount of positives coming out of COVID-19, I know you're saying, I don't feel them. You're going to be feeling them for years to come. We're changing the healthcare industry and maybe we're changing the college industry. Maybe. But the healthcare industry is going to have more telemedicine. And I'm almost proud of Americans at this point in time for going to the doctor and getting tested. Uh, when you hear how many people are getting tested daily, I'm like, I'm, I'm stoked by that. People are taking, well, let's just put it this way. You could die your health seriously. Walmart's getting into more um, clinics. I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that. I don't have to go to a doctor's office to see a doctor. Telemedicine, I don't need to see a what I don't want to do with telemedicine is have like a hemorrhoid. And he's like, well, pull down your pants and show it to me. And then like be showing my butt to the t uh, to the computer camera and have someone walk in and like, what are you doing? So telemedicine's going to have its fine lines that we are not allowed to cross. That would not be appropriate behavior to have your children walk in on you and you've got your, you, you've taken the tape off your webcam, so to speak. No, I can't get the image of myself out of my own head. 800 516. So Walmart's doing that. Amazon's doing that. I, I love that. If my city were to say, hey, uh, we're thinking about closing in a dog park so we can set up a free, a free clinic for a year. I'd be like, screw the dogs. I love dog parks. I love dogs. I was walking my dog and my dog's just the sweetest, gentlest animal and – uh come across a man with two kids and his kids are petrified of dogs. <clears throat> and my, uh, I quickly put my dog on leash because I get it. Some kids are petrified and you want to petrify the kids. But the man standing in front of his kids, I'm like, dude, in my head, you're, you're raising kids who are going to be afraid of dogs. Go to a dog park at some point in time. Pet them. Get over your fear. Getting over your fear and investing is pretty important too. Getting over your fear and fixing your own home appliances is, is a good thing. I save money by doing my own work, by doing my own construction. So anyway, getting over that fear is a big part of it. 
But anyway, as I walked up on this guy and my dog's on a leash, she's really sweet. She's really soft. She's really gentle. Um, the guy's like, make sure you hold the dog back. And I'm like, yeah, your kids look like they might bite. I wouldn't want them hurting my puppy. I just looked at me like jerk, but there's two sides to every story, right? It's like the mask war that's debating and raging on in America. So anyway, I like that there's going to be more clinics out there and I, I would totally support that idea. Can't be bad, but do make sure your kids are out of the room. If you're going to be using your web camera to show your doctor, the itchy scratchy places, interesting day again big tech's kind of back on its thing you know I, i'm just taking a look at it for the first time today of some of the details and i saw that it was kind of a mixed market i saw that you know a little bit of green here a little bit of more red but now i'm looking at it apple microsoft amazon are all moving higher and i'm like huh is tesla moving higher tesla's not oh by the way don't forget at 900 dollars a share uh elon musk said tesla was too expensive <laughs> he's a bad stock picker or he's a bad stock analyst. <clears throat> but that's neither here nor there. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial money, investing, and more. Yeah, all big tech, Facebook, Amazon, Google, Apple, all hired. Tesla, not so much. You can find me online at newfocusfinancial.com. That's newfocusfinancial.com.